Hello, welcome to this Wide Open Conversations episode. Today is a special day. It's actually my late husband Mike's birthday, 511, and there's a lot of significance to that. So today's episode is going to be just a little different from normal. Um, Mike passed away December 2nd, 2015, and we had been married for just over 19 years. And I like to tell people he loved me for 100 years in 20 because his love was so extravagant. And he said on our wedding day, he pulled this piece of paper out of his pocket and surprised everybody with a speech. That's just the kind of thing that he would do. And and he said, I want to uh, protect your smile. That's one of the things that he said. And another thing that he said was, I want to see, Amy, I want to see you spread your wings as far and as wide as possible. And he really lived his life that way. And he helped a lot of people. And we all really miss him. So happy birthday to Mike. Uh, I know that your life was very well lived. And I hate to say the word late husband because he was never late (laughs) for anything. He was actually early on this one too. So... Uh, Over the last six years, I've struggled with the fact that it feels like it was too soon. It was too early and just too much to handle for for me. And, And there's this element of you're stronger than you think you are. And I know a lot of widows out there are in that struggle right now where, yeah, when you have to be strong, you you are you are so strong. You're so much stronger than you imagine. And in in this podcast and as I am working on relaunching the website and getting some courses out to you, I want to spread my wings as far and as wide as possible. And I think that for the last six and a half years, I have just been working on being strong. And that might be where you are. And it might take you far less time than it has taken me, or it may take you longer. Sometimes people have a really hard time getting back to life. And some people, it takes decades. I hope that's not the case for you. I hope that in this little tiny spot in cyberspace, I can help you and grab you by the hand and walk alongside you in your back-to-life journey, whether it's from a widow perspective or a single-parent perspective. And I know some of the guests that we're going to have on the podcast soon have back-to-life stories that you're going to want to hear. I'm going to interview a friend of mine who is a four-year, almost five-year now sober uh, person who really battled alcoholism badly. And now he is living strong and helping others. And I can't wait to share his story. And, and have him share what he's doing now for others with you. It's really, it's really honoring and fascinating to me. And I just love it. I love a good redemption story. I believe that God is in the redemption. Uh, what do you call it? The redemption services <laughs> forever and always. He is a redemptive God. And another story that we have coming is with a woman who was just wanting to be a parent, had a terrible pregnancy, ended up in an emergency life or death situation, had all of her feminine organs removed in order to live. And it was a little after that, that God told her she was going to have four more kids and she didn't even have a uterus. And her story is fascinating. And it's a redemption story where God brought dead places back to life and brought her some beautiful adopted children. And her stories are just so full and so saturated with 
the miracles of God. And so that's what I want to share with you. I want to share people. And if you have a story like that, please tell me. I will interview you. We can share it together and inspire one another with wide open conversations because there's a lot of dark in the world right now. And I really do believe that when scripture says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, the blood of the lamb, we can't do anything about that. Jesus already took care of that. Thank goodness. And he did that for all of the world. And we step into that and we receive the power of God. And it's a beautiful thing. But we share our testimonies. And if we keep our mouths shut, we're cutting off that resurrection life for others. And so I want to hear your stories. I want to continue to share my own and I want to walk alongside you. So one of the things that I decided to work on since 2020 was a functional nutritionist licensed practitioner certification. Lifestyle practitioner is really what that ends up being. And so I had already studied a lot about nutrition and I have certifications in essential oils and uh, I've worked with a lot of things through the years. And part of that was because of, you know, our past really develops who we become. And my mom, I'll tell you her full story another time. I was going to do it today because it's right after Mother's Day, but I know a lot of wounded people are struggling and are just getting over their efforts for needing to be strong for Mother's Day. And I don't want to stir the pot, (laughs) but I am going to share some secrets of the pearl in our story together. And uh, one of the things though, with my upbringing was she was very much prescription, prescription, whatever the doctor said, whatever the doctor said. And so she got stuck in a a prescription cycle when I was really young that was harming her body and I could see it. It was really hard for me and it did the opposite to me. I wanted nothing to do with that. So even as a junior high girl and a high school student, I was always trying to find other people in my community who lived uh, who were the the hippie people who wanted to talk about herbs and nutrition and all of that stuff. So uh, I'm thankful that God brought people like that into my life through family members as well as people in the community. But um, I, I have all of this knowledge and knowledge is useless if you don't do anything with it. So when COVID hit, I thought, well, The thing that was missing the most in Mike's story, which is another story we're going to unpack one of these days, and not today because today is his birthday and we don't need to talk about it today, (laughs) but uh, he, I, I do believe that he left early and unfortunately, you know, God is in control. Yes. Yay. And God, he orders and numbers our days and all of that. And I get that, but I also have this other side of myself that stands on the fact that Mike was full of passion and mission and was uh, removed from this earth, whether it's God's opinion or mine, (laughs) we can discuss it at some point when I see him face to face. But uh, in my opinion, it was early and I can trust God that he's going to take care of it and make it all right and make something count out of it. But his hospital story was tragic. And what was lacking was what the human body needed in in the realm of nutritional support. And 
it was ghastly. It was it was very eye opening. And I had already been teaching classes for years up to that point. And one of the things that I would talk about in my classes was the statistic of how high it is for the number of people who die every single year in our country and around the world. I was just giving the American statistics of prescription misuse or prescription um, mishandling or the, the ingredients, various reasons, but prescriptions causing death. And the numbers are so high. It's even higher now. Well, it was the thing that I never imagined would happen to Mike because we didn't even use prescriptions. Like we didn't even have ibuprofen in the house. Uh, if someone had a headache, we would have to literally go to the store for them to get an Advil or whatever kind they wanted because we just didn't use it. We didn't have it in our house. So I'll, I'll share his whole story another time. But, but for today, I just want to say I have spent six and a half years trying to be strong, um, trying to lean on God that's out of my realm of understanding and allow trust to be in the forefront. I've talked about this in other episodes so that he can carry my life and, and bring me back to life. And it's been a process and it's, it's, it's just a process. And, but I thought, well, what can I do, especially now with our post pandemic world, how can I help? And of course, it leads me into what was lacking for Mike's body support and what d doctors just are not getting enough hours of education in at all. And I'll share those statistics in another episode. It's very, very small. And it's nutrition. And our food is so important. Um, I, I love essential oils, but you can't just slap an oil on and, and eat terrible food. It, our bodies don't work that way. So I have been working on building a course and when I say in social media all the time, you are the health hero for your own story. Be the health hero. No one can take care of your health more than you. You have to be the catalyst for it. And no one cares about the health of your home more than you. And so it's time to get back to life in those arenas. And in all of my years of searching and finding a lot of great information, it can get confusing. It can become difficult to find, well, where was this found and how do I piece that together? And, and so I've done a lot of that work for you. So what I'm putting together is a one-stop hub where a lot of information comes. And, and I don't know everything. I'm on a journey just as well as you are, but together we can be on the expedition side by side, right? So I'm not afraid of questions and I'm not afraid to say, I don't know the answer, but let me find out for you. So it'll be some of that, but it's this 511 uh, journey to wholeness. And we're going to take a journey together. And I'm looking for people who want to be part of a beta group and there will be a cost to it. It's not going to be astronomical and because this is the first time. But we will journey together, and I'll be putting together this course content. Um, I will also do free webinars once a week starting in June. And that's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be the same webinar each week, and then I'll take time for Q&A. People can send me their questions ahead of time. But it's time for me to start sharing out of this this vat of knowledge that's just been sitting and simmering and needs to be put to purpose, needs to be given a source um, of out, outsourcing to others so, so that it can help you, help you get back to life as well. And I think we can all use it. And 
Um, anyway, it's the 511 Wholeness Journey. And I can't wait to journey with you. It'll just be a really great time. And what I was going to say is it, the resources are, it'll be like a hub where I've pulled together a lot of things so that you don't have to do a lot of this searching work to put it together. But in my years of searching, a lot of times it's hard to find things that have scripture content or have Christ in the center or the resurrection power of God in the center. And I've had to like reinterpret in my own brain a lot of times, like the divine and, and then make sense of that. And so what you see with me is what you get. I can't help talk about Jesus. <laughs> so uh, if that resonates with you, awesome. If it doesn't, then what I'm going to ask is that people will forgive me and allow me to be me and fit the information into your uh your slots in your head, just like I've had to do when I read other people's information and fit them into my own. So it, we're going to get along and I am not, I'm, I'm not going to be judgy. Uh, this is going to be a very safe place and I'm very excited, but we will uh, talk about Jesus because I, <laughs> it's so much a part of who I am. In fact, my name, Amy Christina, Christina means follower of Christ, follower of the Lord. And it's just who I am. So anyway, I love it. So today I just, I wanted to share this week. I, I, on social media shared about change and it's hard to change. Number one, it's just hard. It just is, it's a human trait that we all have. Change is hard. It's also hard to watch other people change, even if they're changing for the good. And the reason why is because we get comfortable. We get comfortable seeing someone the way that they are. And I want to learn how to connect and celebrate in a way where when someone is changing for the good, we are cheerleaders and we are not more comfortable with them being stuck because it makes us feel better. <laughs> we need to cheer one another on toward change and forward movement, rising and getting back to life. But it's hard. It's hard to do it and it's hard to cheer it on. But I want to tell you this. Just as hard as it is for people to accept change, going from death to life living, once someone wakes up and is doing better and really thriving, people are going to get used to that. So you go for it. You don't stop. You keep going even in spite of the naysayers because what's going to happen is they'll get used to you there. <laughs> and then they really don't want you to revert back because they don't like change, <laughs> right? So they're going to have a hard time even if you change again. So you might as well keep moving forward and climbing. And then that made me think of this story. I've told it to a friend this week. I hadn't thought of this since I was eight years old. We lived on a farm and I loved to climb. I was a tree climber and I loved climbing trees. Do you like, did you, or do you like climbing trees? I just loved it. And the climb was challenging and it was fun. And then you get so high, you don't realize how high you've gotten until you look down. And then it's like, your heart kind of stops because it's this exhilarating, fearful, almost experience because then you have to get down and that's a challenge all of its own. Well, we lived on a farm and my favorite place to climb was in the haymows. 
And so I need to describe to you what it kind of looked like. The concrete floor, the floor was concrete. There were some tractors in there parked sometimes away sometimes if they were in use. But there's a concrete floor. On the sides of this huge room with really, really tall barn wood ceilings were these empty vats, just these big open areas, and there were levels to them. And so the farmers would bring in the bales of hay and fill these sides up. And when it was full, uh, along the outside edges of those sides was a wooden ladder that started at the floor where the concrete was and rose all the way to the barn wood ceiling and was in the ceiling, just a straight ladder. And it had these wooden round rungs and I loved to climb it. Well, I would climb it and then jump off of it into the hay at the various levels. Well, one day I was eight, maybe nine, and I was climbing it and the sides were empty. There, there was very little hay in the sides. Now I had climbed these ladders all the way up to the ceiling many times and I wasn't afraid. <laughs> but that day I'm climbing, 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 and I'm looking up because I'm climbing up. And then I got to the top and I looked down and there was no hay on the sides. So there was no height there. Like there was the, the space between me and anything was further than I had ever seen. And I panicked my entire body froze. I was paralyzed. I, I really was overcome by fear. And I literally hugged the wood and cried and sobbed. I don't know how long it was. It felt like forever until my dad found me there. And then my dad was like, come on down. And I couldn't, I couldn't move. And so he ended up climbing. <laughs> he took time off of whatever he was doing. And he climbed up the ladder to where I was and then he would step down and then I would step down and he would step down and I would step down and we climbed down together and it wasn't scary. Now, what changed? Nothing changed from the latter's perspective. So nothing should have changed in my climbing perspective. But the perspective of having a place to fall and land safely changed. And that, that did something to me. And so I was thinking about that this week. And, you know, here I am six and a half years after Mike passed away, a man who wanted me to spread my wings as far and as wide as I could possibly spread them and fly. And I feel like, what have I done for six and a half years? I don't know what I've done. I've poured into my kids, which is huge. They're my life. But there's a lot that I've wanted to give in knowledge and in help and assistance and journeying together with you. And I have been standing at the top of a wooden ladder, hugging it, afraid to launch. I've been afraid to pick a name. I've been afraid to change my website. I've been afraid to have pictures taken. Now, we just did that, so that's a checkbox, which is really great. And I'm working on all the names, but it's going to evolve, and the names may change. I'm giving myself grace that we're going to just throw it out there, and it will change along the way. I spent an entire year last year in a writer group where I thought I would end with 
something <laughs> concrete. And I ended up with so many more questions over myself, which was good for me. It was, a, it was a good thing to do, but I was very disappointed in myself that I didn't launch anything because I felt like I was ending the year at a starting point instead of any kind of a completion point. And I can't do that again for another year. So this is the year. And I couldn't think of another day to let you know I'm coming down from the wooden ladder. And for people who are stuck on your own wooden ladder, guess what? I've walked a wooden ladder and I can be like my dad and I can come up behind you and help you along your way. And that's what the wide open conversations are about. That's what getting back to life is about. And that is what the 511 wholeness journey is going to be all about. So you're going to learn how to recognize body systems and you're going to learn how the body systems are symbiotic and how they work together and what needs to happen there and how to how to help your body with the food that you eat. But then it's not just in that body arena because your body and your soul and your spirit are completely enmeshed with one another. So we will work on mindset and thoughts and scripture memory and morning prayers and evening prayers and things that you can speak life into your children. There's going to be a lot of free PDF downloads and things as they're created. And it's just going to be a year of creating great stuff that moves us along to help us body, soul and spirit in the home because you can have greater health in your home you can be whole the whole family can be whole and that's my desire for you I know what it's like to try to get your kids to eat things that they don't want to eat and we're going to talk about that and we'll talk about I, I test all these recipes last month I've been testing a ton of anti-inflammation recipes and some of them are super big winners some of them I'm like hmm well, that could be a little better, but we'll figure it out. And that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do together. So I just wanted to come in and tell you it's time to get back to life. It is time to come down from the ladder and to help one another and to celebrate and to cheer each other on, to connect and to celebrate. That's what ministering to one another is all about you know scripture says to rejoice with those who rejoice and to suffer with those who suffer and that's a walking alongside kind of living and that's what I would like to do with you so anyway you guys have a fantastic week please send me your back to life story if you have one I know you have one because everybody has some uh, and if you would like to be a guest on the podcast let me know because I'm lining those up and then also message me on Facebook or on Instagram and let me know if you would like information about being a part of this beta group. This is the first go. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I can promise you that. So have a wonderful day and happy birthday to Mike.